Welcome to A Higher Branch, a source of practical and powerful information for busy people dedicated to boosting their personal health and professional performance. I'm your host, Sam McCall. Welcome to High Branch Studios. Um, with me today is Joachim Herman, who is a building biologist uh, who uh, trained in Germany. Um, uh, that's, that's where you went to university. But it wasn't until you actually came and lived in New Zealand that you started studying building biology under the philosophies of uh, Anton Schneider. And now building biology has become what I what I think is the last resort doctor. And uh, most people who just cannot figure out what's going on uh, with their health and uh, uh, so will now <coughs> turn to building biology, you know, to, to find out the, some answers. So this is a podcast I was really looking forward to and I know a lot of the listeners for our podcast are going to get a lot out of this. We're going to be talking all things electromagnetic pollution, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, cordless phones, uh, electromagnetic pollution that uh, goes through your home. We're going to talk about um, the air quality in the workplace and at home and how mould can impact your your health in a very uh, profound way. We're going to talk things, earth meridians, feng shui, and even meditation. Um, and uh, Joachim, I've known Joachim for over 20 years. He was a presenter at Upgrade Your Life in 2019 and uh, one of the, my favourite people on the planet. So welcome, Joachim. Hello, Sam. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Mate, I'm really, really looking forward to this because I have coached uh, many people over the last decade and using all the information that I've learned from you, I've been able to unlock uh, some really serious health issues uh, purely from a building biology standpoint. And knowing the information that I have from yourself, it allowed me to say, hey, you need to eliminate this or that. Because when my, my approach to a peak performance coaching, it's all about managing people's energy levels. If your energy is a barometer of what's going on in your health, and a lot of people don't realise is that you don't have to do anything to be energetic or happy we are innately energetic or happy and a lot of the times it's it's something that's actually burdening our, our body our central nervous system which brings down our energy and exposes us to uh, disease and uh, drop in humidity uh, immunity and then eventually that then cripples our emotional uh, systems uh, then our anxiety spikes and some people suffer from depression and sometimes it's usually one thing so most people are looking for you know um what are the triggers when it comes to food? So a lot of people now, you know, don't have gluten and uh, don't have <coughs> dairy and because they say, well, that's my trigger for rheumatoid arthritis or whatever it is. But a lot of people uh, ignore the invisible forces and that's what we're here to talk about. It sounds pretty sinister, doesn't it? The invisible forces that invade our bodies. Um, so first of all, I just want you to tell us Really quickly, what is building biology all about? Building biology looks at how our bodies and our health interacts with our environment. And like you said, because the forces and the energies are not visible, yes. it's so easy to overlook. And, and ignore. Yes. Like it hurts when you when a hammer drops on your toe, so you 
you avoid that in future. Yes. Whereas <laughs> the, the, the you know, modern technologies that our sense organs haven't developed with, yes. so we have no idea of the danger of, of many things, like it could be radar or nuclear radiation or you know, the things you talked about. We don't have a warning system, and, and so we can easily be in a situation where uh, the, the, the we get overwhelmed by something that we don't even know. And then the impact is a response of our immune system or a breakdown of our immune system or depression. Um, that's not specific. And people also often ask for, so which is the cause of what? And in like with energy and building biology, you can't always say that. In extreme cases, you can, like sleeping problems, building biological, biological environmental reasons can be a contributor towards. But we yes. never know how much. And that's also individually different. And I think like with modern medicine now developing into more individual treatments and considerations of an individual's lifestyle and needs and genetic makeup, um, we are moving toward in that direction much more of, of a much deeper understanding of how People, people's energy interacts with the inv energy of the environment. And uh, like you said, we evolved over uh, you know, many thousands of years not exposed to a lot of these invisible forces and now our bodies have been bombarded. And uh, sometimes it's not... Uh, and the incidence of cancer is rising, alarmingly. We've got the incidence of anxiety and depression uh, rising uh, alarmingly and... Uh, Uh, it's not always one thing or two things. It's not always just diet or work stress or not enough exercise. And it's a multitude of things. And one of those <coughs> modalities that we really need to look at is uh, building biology and how our space, our workspace and our uh, living space and especially our sleeping space. So you have uh, pretty much inspected every home that I've ever uh, purchased. In fact, I don't buy a property without... Uh, I don't move homes without consulting with Joachim and uh, you've inspected four homes um, and really shaped um, our uh, enjoyment and our health in that home and bringing harmony to our relationship uh, based on a lot of tips uh, that you've given me. You've come in and said, okay, the energy feels good and you do look at feng shui as well and we want to talk about that, but how we position the bed, where the electrical cables are going, if we have a cordless phone. Now, a lot of these things I was completely ignorant about, you know, 20 years ago. Um, but uh, more recently, because of your teachings, I've been able to uh, resolve some major issues for some people. I'll give you one example and then we'll kick it off with, uh, uh, with that particular topic that I want to raise. And that is, uh, recently I visited a, f a friend, when I say recently, it was over a year ago, uh, who uh, I hadn't seen for a while and, uh, you know, he said, I said, how's things going? He said, oh, really good, but, uh, you know, my wife has been getting these migraines and, you know, she's been to doctors and, you know, uh, she's had MRIs and she just can't figure, she just gives up, she give up, she's getting migraines. It was just out of the blue. But it coincided when they moved into their new home. Wow. So I, I got up and I said, can you go, can you show me where you're sleeping? So went into the bedroom and we had a look and I took note of where the bed head was and I said, can you take me outside? I went outside and I said, show me where your electric meter box was. Mm. Guess mm. where the meter box was? Directly behind where yeah. his wife slept. Mm. On the other side of the wall, 
Now, I didn't have the instruments that you normally use in your diagnostics when you um, do building biology diagnostics. But I, I said to him, mate, you need to move this bed head. And I actually got him to physically move the bed. I was just so upset about it. because, And I was upset because he had visited doctors, mm. uh, neurologists, and none of them told him, hey, what's going on at home? You know, mm. are you on the mobile phone too much or yep. are you next door Wi-Fi? It, they, didn't, they didn't actually cover that. And two weeks later, he called me and said, mate, you've transformed our life because mm. she's no longer getting the headaches. So uh, the wiring, before we got onto Wi-Fi and, and uh, Bluetooth, the wiring in your home impacts, doesn't it? So <coughs> there's electric uh, radiation, there's magnetic. Uh, can you explain the difference? Um, um, can I just do one yeah, step let's back, go back, one little yep. step back? Yes. <laughs> because like you and I know what we are talking about kind of thing. I'm just thinking, ah, oh, if it's a podcast, people need to. So yes, absolutely. Um, about the, do, yeah. why do we focus on sleeping places in building yes. biology first of all? And I just like to explain that quickly. That's because that's where our body regenerates. We actually, why do we have to sleep? Because our body needs to be left alone for a while. No mind. It's like a deep meditation that nature has instilled on us and imposes on us. And in that time, we need to, as possible, as fully regenerate. I just heard yesterday again that people who don't who sleep less are more likely to have um, Alzheimer's in, in, in later life, uh, who actually have a shorter life expectancy. Sleep is uh, as important as food to us. In, in fact, Dr. Matthew Walker from Berkeley University, who's the pioneer in that space, uh, calls it uh, the most important thing. Yes. More important than food. Yes, 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 it is. Like we, we, we can we cannot eat for a month and still be okay. I've done that. Yes. Um, but we can't not sleep for a month. Then we are dead. Yes. Or insane. But definitely yes. not not alive anymore. It's, it's impossible. We cannot stop sleeping. And um, so the focus is on sleeping because we need. To, if you only regenerate it, just you know, assuming that we regenerate only ninety nine percent of the hundred that we should. Then the night after that, it's 99 of 99. The night after that is 99 of 99 of 99. So it becomes less and less and less. And then there's a crash point where people, um, dif again, it's their individual difference. It's like, like, say, someone crashes at 70 and yes. comes up with an autoimmune disease or chronic fatigue or at 95 with migraines. It's We need that, that natural sleeping environment. And so that's the top priority of building biology, whether we build a new home or whether I do a consultation in an existing place, I always have an emphasis on that. And the building biological measuring standard, if I can add yes, that, yes, um, of course, yeah. is um, a standard that's developed by the Head Institute in Germany and updated regularly based on the latest research. And that's for sleeping places. And so I can, I can like... When I look at someone's home, I can say this is in the no-concern area or low-concern, high-concern, extreme-concern. And you just don't, don't just get a number or, or an interpretation of mine. It's, there is a standard for it, and that's scientifically based. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's, that's all I have to say. Yeah, no, that's, no, that's, I'm glad you raised the, the issue of sleep because uh, – our body goes into the parasympathetic nervous it, it engages parasympathetic yeah. nervous system and during sleep um, 
if we don't get enough sleep, well, the purpose, uh, uh, I, I guess it's the type of sleep. So we need to go into deep sleep to regenerate and repair. And if our bodies are being bombarded by electromagnetic frequencies, uh, it never actually, you might get to sleep. You think you're sleeping, but you're not getting deep sleep. And uh, I, I think I shared this with you um uh, uh, this morning, but uh, I have an aura ring. Have I showed you the aura ring that I have? Yep. No, you haven't shown it. We, we just you have a look it. at. The, so I now measure the aura ring is the most uh, accurate um, uh, device on the planet that uh, uh, you know as close as getting into the uh, um, as close as you can get into getting into an actual lab and getting <laughs> wired up. It measures um, whether you're <coughs> having REM sleep, light sleep deep sleep mm, mm. and i have experimented on myself mm. now uh, just to digress a little uh, apart from electromagnetic frequencies um, if i have a late meal i don't get as much deep sleep if i get too much artificial light at night mm. i notice my deep sleep component shrinks as well mm. the other thing that i noticed is one night i actually left accidentally left my phone on next to me and uh, wow. i had wi-fi and 4g yeah and where we live, the 4G isn't so strong, so the uh, uh, the, the, mm. the phone has to hunt stronger yes. for a signal. Anyway, I realised, I thought, oh, crap, I've had the phone on next to me the whole time. And, you know, uh, information is scary sometimes because knowing what you've told me <laughs> and how it impacts your central nervous system. I ran t- uh, to, uh, you know, to sync my aura ring with the app to see how it impacted my deep sleep. Normally I get an hour and a half of deep sleep a night, 26 minutes. <gasps> so like, you, well, des- you described it to me once, and I'll never <coughs> forget, when you are being bombarded, your central nervous system is bom- being bombarded, it's like someone poking you all night and you're trying to yeah. sleep. Eventually yeah. you might sleep, but you're still being poked. So you're in light sleep but never make it to deep sleep mm. where you, your body goes into a state of autophagy, uh, which is the mechanism by which the cells rejuvenate and, uh, and uh, mm. repair. So uh, I don't know if you want to add anything to that, but uh, I want to go back to the question of uh, how does uh, – assuming there's yeah. no Bluetooth, Wi-Fi, cordless phones, we'll get to those, but how does the, the electrical wiring in your home yeah. – impact yeah. and where so, you're sleeping mm, you know it's it's just to add another example to what, what you just said it's like um i always explain it like imagine you're having a, a quiet intimate conversation next to a starting airplane and that's what your body is trying to do while you're sleeping with so to speak with that's itself a, that's a good analogy <laughs> yes yes and, and while around you there's an airport going on and yes. but, but just because you can't hear it you you don't think it's there. So so talking about electric and magnetic fields of home wiring, every wire in the house has two qualities, energy fields around it, an electric field and a magnetic field. The electric field uh, wants to go to Earth. So it, it theoretically goes to infinity until it discharges into Earth somewhere. And it's a function of a voltage. I don't want to be too technical about it. That's all right. <laughs> no, I'm with you. But just yeah. so I, I keep it, uh, try to keep it non-technical as possible. Um, so that's the electric field. And it is naturally attracted to us, or, or our body attracts the electric field because we are full of salts and full of cells and full of polarities and full of liquid. So 
we we get a body voltage that you can actually measure and i have um i have a, an old um currency tester screwdriver that in my kit that you can hold on a person and it lights up just on a person not on the powerpoint that it's designed to show you that there's a there's a voltage there on a person um and that of course is like the airplane noise to a person's body it's a massive field people can have you know electric fields of hundreds of volts around them and just from my experience anything above 100 volts per meter volts per meter is the unit um you have sleeping problems uh, there are very few exceptions where i didn't find sleeping problems and of course that's when they are showing to people that they, they can come to me and say they can't sleep so if it's less than that like say 50 10 volts per meter um people people's sleep is affected like like you showed i'm i'm so excited about these developments in technology then like you the, can measure it yeah. i'm just about to <laughs> yes that you? that you have that option um i'm just about to um play with the variable heart rate um thing myself because it's something that's experiential and anecdotal suddenly yes. becomes tangible and real and you know people do all kinds of things to sleep where they get a better mattress and they they maybe don't have a light meal but they they forgot about these things because no one ever told them and they have no way of actually showing and you know with your ring you plug it in and you see it I, so yeah it's instant feedback yeah. instant feedback, so yep. the electric fields like i said just to, just to get back to that they depend on the voltage wherever there's a voltage even if you don't turn your bedside lamp on the voltage is still like the voltage is the potential of drawing a current of turning the circuit on as as long as the wire is hot so to speak there is an electric field and yeah well you can go into lots of details of why they just sometimes are larger and sometimes are smaller yeah i just want to stop you there uh and just to make the point that in germany the standards are a lot higher and anyone building a home there has to install demand switches no that's not true that's not true well, no. so what what but is the standard the, the, the st- there there is no standard for electric fields but there is a standard for magnetic fields okay it's yes. so magnetic fields is the other property electromagnetism that yes. low frequency like the home wiring has and magnetic fields are depending on how much current goes through a wire so if if a uh, um like we did recently in my place if the hot water system is comes running in. kicks yep. in then the magnetic field kicks in but if it's not on if a de- uh it's if a device is not on then it's not drawing current yes so no magnetic, magnetic so magnetic comes on and off yes but electric is always, always. there always yes so um now if you're building a home you should always consult a building biologist and tell your builder to run the electricity cables as far away from the bed as possible. Yes. That's right. Yes. And the other thing that uh I learned recently is you can buy shielded. That's new. Yeah. Yes, that's new. So you can buy actually shielded um mm. uh cables mm. which stops the electric yeah uh, uh fields but not the magnetic. Yes. It stops right. the electric. Those cables by the way have been available in Europe for forever. And I'm I'm so glad that they are now coming have come to Australia. Yes, um, it's a coaxial cable, so the outside of the cable is like an antenna cable. It's it, it's a metallic um, envelope, so to speak, that's earthed. 
So because the electric field want to go to Earth, we give it to them in the cable itself. It never comes out. But the magnetic field that depends on the current flow, whether you like have a low consumer like a light bulb, but no big deal if you have um, <coughs> a pool heating, pool pump, water heating, um, yes. air conditioning, big draw of current, big electric field. And that will that will impact you. So when when I moved yes. to our current place, uh, you measured it, yeah. and we found that it was off the charts. And then we realised that the air conditioning. Um, uh, Circuit, uh, the um, the cables yeah. leading to the air conditioning yeah. was directly underneath our bed, yeah. and the cabling for the hot water system was directly in the ceiling behind our bed mm. head. And uh, so, if, now if you didn't test these things, we wouldn't have known. No, right? You can't. And people just, I think, we just naturally trust technology. We think, oh well, it's a cable, and it just looks like a cable. And what's wrong with the yes. cable? I, I can't get zapped, so it should be fine. It's all safe. It's all according to building standards. You know, but like you're saying, if if you don't have the instrument to measure it, actually, yes. um, you only get sick from it. <coughs> By the way, the magnetic fields are the best research type of electropollution. Uh, right. They they started in the '60s out of concern for people living under power lines, and I think the, the, the first study was probably the Swedish one, big study on thousands of people over many years. And they found that childhood leukemia rates are significantly increased. For, and you know, you think, oh, only childhood leukemia. Well, that's very sad. It's very sad. They, they grow the fastest, the kids. They respond the most. They're most vulnerable. Their systems haven't formed properly yet, so they're more affected by. And uh, because once you t- you mentioned to me that children are more susceptible because their body attracts the current a lot more, they absorb it a lot more. Is that right? Mm. Or is it they just it, they're impacted by it a lot more? Yeah, because they're still growing. Right. They 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 more cell divisions. Everything is still being formed in children. So if you have a if you have a toddler or a newborn baby, you should be extra careful about yes. where. Uh, they also like I could tell you like, I just tell you one story. Yeah, please do. Yes, yes. <laughs> about because this the, is very important. I, this yeah, is really important stuff. Because it's, yeah. we're talking about invisible things, yes. aren't we? So th- this is um, uh, a family in the Blue Mountains. Yes, uh, I did a home consultation. The father was an electrician. Yes, and um, actually, it leads into a mold story as well. So the father's an electrician. He said, "Ah." Oh, there's high fields in the children's bedrooms. Okay, this is electric fields. Um, okay, I, I I I put a flick sp- switch into the hallway where I can flick it on. I, I don't have to buy a demand switch, which is something else that we can explain. Um, it's on my website. Um, so uh, he put that flick into the hallway, and two or three weeks later, I, I ring the family and say, so how is it going? Is there anything else you have questions about? Yes. Mother says, no, no, it's all good, it's all good. And we were about to hang up, and she says, oh, there's only one thing, our little one, so uh, was about two, three years old, the little one? Yes. He had refused to sleep in his bedroom. He just blankly refused. He At night, he went into his sister's bedroom and slept on a mattress there. Yes. And they couldn't, they tried to bribe him and coerce him, and try all kinds of things, put him half you know, asleep into that room, he wouldn't. He would always end up in his sister's bedroom on the, on the other mattress. Yes. So, and he says, oh, by the way, he's been sleeping in his room lately. I said, what? And this is because we dealt with the electric field. He could feel it. Little children are sensitive, much, much more than we are. And I believe dogs and cats as well. 
Is that right? But dogs apparently gravitate to... That's the Earth's the, energy. Earth's, Earth's meridians, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And we'll talk about that later because that's really fascinating because our daughter, Amelia, when she was a toddler, if you, I mm. don't know if you recall, we moved where her cot was and then she started sleeping a lot better. Yeah. Not because of electric, but, but because of the Earth's, Earth's, energy. Earth's yes. energy. Children yes. are very sensitive. But, but so are dogs and cats. Yes. Like any, I think it's anyone who doesn't think too much. We, we are thinking too much. And we have sort of preformed concepts in our heads. So that, that's the corner where the bed should be. And that's where it is. We, yes. we don't think of it as an environment in which to place the bed into. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So that's electric and magnetic um, uh, influences. Uh, before we go on to, I want to talk about the other um, uh, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and cordless mm. phone. But just can, can I add yeah, one yeah, thing please, to the magnetic? Please, please um, do. Yes. Because as I, I was just saying that it's the best researched type of electropollution. That's right. And yes. we talked about the childhood leukemia, and that the building standard in yes. Europe is 200 nanotesla, and in parts of the US they've uh, taken that on as well. In Australia, it's wait for it, 60,000 nanotesla. Yeah. And so, I just like uh, to like to say this. This is our government uh, regulation, and sixty thousand is safe. Why is it safe? Oh man, that that just really <laughs> angers me. So, so the the reason is that uh, the know. government gets advised by the industry. That's one yes. reason. The other reason is that Australia always takes a bit longer to adjust to things that other places in the world have recognised, and then. It's because the standards, the government standards, are built on thermal effects, not on physiological ones. So if I say childhood leukemia increases yes. from 200 nanotesla onwards, by the way, the sleeping places uh, maximum is 20. 20. Like the no risk is 20 nanotesla. And recently in our bedrooms, yeah. ours and Amelia's bedroom, our kids' bedrooms, uh, we've been able to reduce it for as low as two, if yeah. you recall, when yeah. we measured it by doing all those things. Yeah. And so yeah. that's that's what it ideally should be, but that's sometimes hard. So um, back to the thermal effects. Yes. And, and this will apply to the mobile phone discussion and 5G and whatever we might end up talking about. The, the government takes thermal effects. So it's like they take a piece of meat, they put it into this massive energy and and say, okay, it's heating up by a degree. That's probably not good. So let's half the value and say that's the top, that's the maximum value that people can be exposed to because they're just concerned about heat. I'm talking about cancer, fatigue, At a cellular sleeping level. problem. On a, on, a, on a cellular, on a life level. Yes. Uh, uh, we are living organisms. We are not pieces of meat that get put into a microwave oven. We're living. We are much more complex than, than that. We have a so, life force. Yeah. Yes. And so just to, to, I think people need to understand that there's a huge difference in the way we think about a healthy environment and the government thinks about a healthy environment. Yes, well, you know, what you just said angered me, but also reminds me of how in the 80s, I remember as, as a teenager growing up, listening to the government saying that there is no scientific link between cigarette smoking and cancer. Mm. And they were in denial for almost three decades. Yeah. And asbestos. And a, asbestos. Lead right. in paint. Could Lead in petrol. Um, wow. Cadmium-based paints. Uh, you the list is endless of where the government kept saying because they get advised 
by industry groups. Well, they, they don't have independent universities, independent research anymore, you could say. Well, I remember 20 years ago when you first alerted me to the Telstra Towers and we looked into uh, the scientific research. It was all funded by Telstra, mm. <laughs> which is mm. ridiculous, right? Mm. I mean, as a lawyer, the first thing we're taught, if there's a conflict of interest, you need to walk away. Yeah. And he's uh, the, the government uh, really putting uh, big business first and our health second, and it really angers me. And we're going to talk about 5G because um, uh, we, we all have 4G now, and I know you're very realistic about technology as well. You're not saying to people, hey, become Amish, but yes. you, you say that the sleeping quarters uh, is sacred. That's where you are rejuvenating. Yes. In all other areas, well, it is what it is, and we're living in a, a new age environment where we have Wi-Fi in the yeah. office, and we're, when we're travelling, we're being bombarded. We could go past a 4G tower. Mm. But now when it comes to 5G, which has mm. been rolled out, and a lot of people are not aware of what's going on in 5G, and uh, the person, um, Dr Jack Cruz in, mm. in the US, has basically come out and said, uh, he's a neurologist, mm. um, And he's come out and said, if a 4G tower goes up in your street, move. Is it as bad as that? A 4G tower in well, the street? Well, uh, they're not actual towers. Uh, 5G, 5, 5G. 5G. Oh. They, they, they're not towers, are they? Yeah. They look no, like they're little, uh, poles. Yeah, little poles. They're, they're smaller units. They, look, um, they, they don't look as uh, no. bad, so you, you can be lulled into a false sense of security yeah. there. This is a real can of worms. And yes. I... I Until only a few weeks ago, I refused to, I wouldn't have answered your question now, because th th there's so much information, so much misinformation, and so much fear, yeah. and sometimes the fear, because of the misinformation, outweighs the reality of, of the impact, and makes it way worse, as you know. Anyway, yeah. that's, a, that's a different topic. Um, so 5G is, as far as I can see it now, is like a software-based... Uh, network that embraces all the existing technologies, um, so and f and adds the 5G to it. But the whole thing is 5G, and and it ends up being a networking of everything. We've heard the Internet of Things. Yes, and, uh, we're we're talking really short response times for electric cars. You know, autonomous traffic. Uh, there, there's an endless array of drones being directed. At, uh, the whole future. The way of we, we think about the distant future, that could be run by 5G. Thousands of satellites are part, will be part of that as well to cover the whole country everywhere. Wow, okay. And, and all of these emit microwave, pulsed microwave radiation. That's another thing. Shortwave pulsed. Yeah. Right. So, so the pulsing, now we're talking, this is a slight deviation, but it's different right. to what people think of radio and television as analog waves that kind of follow the impulse of the vo voice and go up and down like the stereotypical oscilloscope picture that we remember. Yes. It's pulsed radiation is so successful and, and wonderful to have on mobile phones with a tiny battery in there because it needs much less energy. And it's a pulse on sitting on a microwave. So it's like a jackhammer. If you just have it sitting there, It does nothing. If you turn it on and off, it goes through concretes or anything. And this turning on and off pulsing principle is what makes this 
technology work, but it also makes it much more dangerous to us. So right. the the standard for pulsed microwaves is a different one, or should be a different one, to to normal microwaves because of the penetration of the pulse. Again, the government calculates the average. I, I just have a, an instrument at home that I was trialing out um, that actually gives you the average yes. and the peak. The, the difference is enormous. And of course, the peak is what affects you. The peak is the jackhammer that goes through the concrete. If, 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 if I hit you with a hammer on your hand, then another minute later I hit you with a hammer on the hand, and, or two, ten minutes later, and then I work out the average, and it's nothing, it's just sitting there. Yes. But, but what hurts is the hammer on the hand. And, and so, again, the government's completely wrong with designing the guidelines, but they're making billions by selling the frequency bands. Um, so 5G will have that radiating down on us from the 4G towers, the 5G transmitters, the satellites, uh, Wi-Fi, everything. And so back to those 5G transmitters, that inter interests me the most because um, they're only short range and very high frequency so they're about like up to 100 gigahertz, I think. It's a huge, That's very, very, very high, very yeah. short yes. wave. Yes. And I think you know, they call it the millimeter wave spectrum. Right. And uh, that doesn't penetrate very well. It, gets, it can be blocked by, by glass and by, by house walls. And so in that way, the 5G is less dangerous because it's less penetrating it's, it stays more in the skin of, of our bodies than going into the bodies. Um, and, and also those, those close-by antennas, as far as I see, uh, they, they will have arrays of tiny antennas that actually follow you. So as you make a phone call, as you walk along the street, one uh, antenna picks you up and follows you uh, like in a beam. And yeah. only you, no one else gets radiated <laughs> at, the, at the moment. If you make a phone call... Yes. In 4G, the whole area, the whole suburb gets radiated. That phone call, right? Yeah. So, is this safer then? Uh, well, in that way, it it's almost safer because it it only deals with the one person at the one time. What if you're not? What if you're just not using your phone, but you're walking through the city street where you're being bombarded by? Well, you, or you're not being bombarded by that beam? Not so no, not not as much. Not as you're, much. You're bombarded by the 4G more than. Like, I wouldn't really want to be next to a 4G tower. Right. Um, but the, the 5Gs, because they just maintain the network, like they, they sense the network all the time, they're like on standby, making, looking yes. for, um, and, and connecting the connection with each other, which is also traffic. But, but, but the way I see it now, and I could be wrong, is that it's much more, more directed at when you're actually using it. Maybe uh, we can come back at another time and mm. we'll do a follow-up because 5G is developing at such a fast pace. A lot of yes. people don't realise. We live in Sydney, but if you go through uh, for a walk, I saw a couple of them near the Sydney Opera House, actually. Mm. And they're going up everywhere. and we'll, I think we'll do a refresher podcast. Uh, I, I have a feeling mm. you'll be a regular on this podcast because building biology is so important. But tell us then a little bit more about using uh, mobile phones, using Bluetooth Wi-Fi, uh, <coughs> I find when I'm in the car, mm. uh, I stop using Bluetooth now mm. in the car because if I'm in the car, I turn on Bluetooth and I have a conversation, I start getting mm. a headache within five minutes. Mm. 
that's just crazy. Yeah. So is what's going on inside the car with Bluetooth? Um, in, inside the car, it's also about phone use in general inside the car. Um, if it's not a car that has an outside antenna, it, it's like a micro inside being inside a microwave oven in, in a way. So the all the metal around you yes. reflects the radiation back into the car. The windows could be tinted, it reflects it. There's always a, a metal component in that reflects it back into the car. So we're driving so in a microwave oven with wheels on. Yeah, <laughs> you, you're the magnifying got, yep. the radiation. And yes. on top of that, um, you're encouraging your phone to fire up more because the phone thinks, I'm, I'm having difficulty communicating with the base station. I better crank up. So the, the phone cranks up inside the car and more bounces back. Yes. So, um, Car use is is not such a good idea. So and there's Bluetooth as well as the phone. Then what's worse, the 4G or the Bluetooth? The 4G, because Bluetooth is made. It's the same kind of radiation, right? But it's made for shorter distances. That actually, interestingly, there are three types of Bluetooth, which again I only learned half a year ago. Um, short distance, medium distance, long distance. So long distance and is more dangerous. Obviously. Yes. Okay, so yep. you you could assume that. But we don't know. That, that, why, don't, why, are, why aren't we told? If I had yeah. a choice, I would always choose a phone with, with close by Bluetooth. Oh, so you're, t you're saying the manufacturers are not telling us. That's yeah. what you mean by the we manufacturers don't know. are not yep. telling us. So but there is a huge difference. Yes. And, and they probably think of uh, saving battery life, but yeah. I'm thinking of saving myself. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so they're more interested in saving battery life to promote their product, saying it's a high battery, uh, than uh, yeah, saving health. That's that is funny, but it's uh, one day we might look back on this and think it's not so funny when you see lots of uh, kids in a uh, hospital suffering from leukemia. And I had that mm. uh, experience many years ago. I ran, uh, I did a um, a charity mm. run, and I visited the um, Children's Hospital in Westmead. And mm. So many kids with leukaemia. Wow. And I yeah. was thinking, how, met, how, how much what of that it? is preventable? How mm. much is, of yeah. that? And yeah. uh, But just getting back to that, so uh, being in the car, so your advice is to turn off your mobile phone in the car? Yes. Okay. And, and it can wait, can't it? I mean, people are so addicted to technology yeah. now. But it's a try... Like... Like with Wi-Fi in people's homes, my compromise is to my clients, and, and everyone has to make their own choice. It's their lifestyle, but, but at least they know, um, and they have my measurements. My, my suggestion always is Wi-Fi on demand. When you, when you actually need it, you turn it on. Turn and it and on. we do that in our house. When, when, when my daughter says, I need to study now, um, can you turn the Wi-Fi on that? I turn the Wi-Fi on. Oh, I have to say one yes. important thing about that is that I found modem, increasingly modems, that keep another Wi-Fi network going, even though you think you turned it off. It's, is that right? It's, okay, so yep. I turn, the, and I had a modem like that. Yes. Um, I turn the home Wi-Fi off, come with my instrument, and there's no lights blinking, it's all off. I come with my instrument, and the modem still emits Wi-Fi. It still trans, tra transmits some Wi-Fi network. And um, what I found out since is that Telstra uses that for, um, like, a home, their network. So say you have a visitor, they want to 
use Wi-Fi, then they automatically get, find the Telstra network in your house. Oh. Or, or someone passing by out yes. in the street, depending on what it's like. They, yes. they kind of piggyback That's their network. They, they give you the, the modem and, and piggyback their, their network yeah. on, on that. So you can't even... It, the best thing, I think everyone should invest in a, at least a simple instrument to, to check every now and then. Well, we've programmed... Uh, our Wi-Fi yes. uh, to turn off, as you know, at 9pm yeah. at night. Uh, I also uh, do all my work on my laptop if I'm preparing emails. Mm. It's in aeroplane mode. And mm. then when I want to hit send, I will put on the Wi-Fi mm. and then hit send. Yes. That's Important point is also... Smart way of using people, You wouldn't believe how many people call me because they see a transmission, a mobile phone transmitter outside yes. and they're concerned about it and they've heard something dodgy about it and they want to see what the threat actually is, which is great. Yes. Or say, you need facts, then you can respond to them. Yes. And, and not just, you know, be scared about it. Not a good idea. Facts. So I give them the facts, but then I find that the home Wi-Fi is way worse than the transmitter outside. And then I find that when they sit at their laptop, and you just reminded me of that, because you're so close, yes. it, it's much, much more intense than the 4G transmitter that you can see through your window 100 meters oh, away. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's, it's the proximity that we need to concern about, the phone that we carry in our pocket all day. Yeah, I, um, I actually don't. I listened to a podcast the other day with Dave Asprey, and, mm. oh no, it was actually Tom Bilyeu and Cal Newport, and he's against te technology for other reasons, mm. more to do with uh, our mental health mm. and mm. emotional well-being. Yes. And uh, he uh, he advises people just to uh, not have uh, to have breaks through the day mm. where you don't have your mobile phone on you. Mm. So if you're shopping, leave the mobile phone mm. in the car. If you're going for a jog, so I'm always now leaving it because mm. you know I think well. What's the worst that can happen? Why do I need it on me? We mm. have this fear that, mm. hey, someone, my daughter or my son may want to mm. get a hold of me, so I need to have it on mm. me. What if so-and-so drops dead yeah. and needs to call? Well, really, are they going to drop? <laughs> <laughs> you know, 30 years ago, we, we lived without mobile yes. phones. It, it's absolutely insane. But just yeah. getting back to Wi-Fi then, mm. um, because that's inside the home, it, uh, uh, it really concerns me because my daughter loves to put on the – she puts her – laptop on her lap mm. it's a laptop right mm. and i tell her that's sitting right on your stomach where and i say Sweetie, do you want to have organs yeah you're productive or do you yeah. want to have children yeah, yeah yeah of course i do well, go away dad leave me alone i said well you don't you're stuck between scaring them to death yeah. i don't like to use fear to yeah. motivate right but rather you want to use knowledge mm. and i said well you're, you're stuck between scaring your kids to death, mm. <laughs> which can be worse because you make them feel guilty. You make yeah, them think yeah, uh, if yeah. they get a sore tummy, oh, have I got cancer now mm. because of what dad told me? And so how do you get your kids to cooperate with the proper use? Or you just don't, you just disconnect the Wi-Fi. Mm. Oh, Sam, that's the most difficult question. It is, isn't it? <laughs> See, I have, I, with my children, it's probably a good, good starting point, um, they're very different. So that's the beginning of the answer. Everyone's different. Yes. Um, my daughter more is more like, oh, Dad, you know, I don't care. You know, uh, where's the evidence? Uh, da, 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 da. She yes. just doesn't want to know about it. And 
Well, my, so, my daughter says, mm. if it was bad for us, the government wouldn't have. And, I'm, yeah. and I just See? got this blind trust of the government. Yes. <laughs> and then, <laughs> but it's me. also, it's, I think it's part of human nature's convenience. Like we, some things we don't want to believe in because it's just too, too much of a hassle. And if you really depend on that technology, yes. you, know, you don't want to know about someone telling you weird things, especially when they're old and they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know? and, and so my son, much more, he just took it on board. Like he, he still, like he gets a new phone, he rings me, can you send me a new phone shield? You know? um, so it's... It, with him, it was more like just explaining things and living by example as well. He just absorbed that. Yes. Um, and I, I see when I do home consultations that the the kids see my instruments, and and I have to say sometimes the husbands as well, um, who, who are very skeptical. Fair enough. Yes. Um, so and when I see the reading on the instrument, and when they hear the instrument howling, they go, oh, there's actually something there. It's tangible, and it comes yeah. to the beginning of the conversation where he said, it's not tangible. Mm. So, And teenagers just grow into their body, into their cells, and they they feel what they feel, and they're passionate about it. And and then to come with something as complicated as this as doesn't necessarily suit them yes. and, and to where they're at, and they're risk-takers naturally. So that's a difficult one to answer, really. Yeah, it is. Well, we'll, we'll shelve that. And I guess mm. everyone listening can – everyone has their own family dynamic. You choose yeah. what's, what's right for you and um, uh, at least know the information. Mm. Know and the sometimes information. Yep. it's just being – if you're aware of these issues, then being directive from, from the beginning. Like don't – like in our house, it's the, the Wi-Fi on demand. And it's maybe on – I don't know, not even an hour every day. On average, it would be maybe five minutes a day, ten minutes a day. That's how it would work out. And 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 if, if it's always like that, it doesn't get questioned yes. as much as, oh, we've just become aware. Then it's much more difficult to introduce because it's an inconvenience. That's right. At, at uh, my daughter's school, I noticed they make them turn off their mobile phone. Not all the girls comply. Uh, so what I do during the day is I'll send my daughter a text message which says something like, turn, turn, put your uh, phone in airplane mode. And, of mm. course, if it gets delivered, mm. she's in trouble, right? <laughs> uh, and I will call the teacher and say, look, she's leaving her mobile phone. Oh. And, <laughs> um, which is – so, look, Wi-Fi, you know, is, is a concern. But you have said yes, – especially – like, yep. Wi-Fi is a huge concern because – Phones have a, a regulator in them. So like I said, in the car, if it thinks it's far away, it fires up more. It uses as little power as possible. Wi-Fi and cordless phones have no limit because they get just recharged all the time or as they sit on power all the time. And they're proud of being as fast and far-reaching as possible. Yes. And and so if people, especially people sitting next to... And I, I, I have like anecdotal evidence everywhere about this so you know someone works at home in his home office he has uh the the mobile the, the mobile phone there as well of course next to him then he has the cordless phone transmitter the, yes. like the, the the main home connection for the cordless phone network it's and a network by the way most people are not aware cordless of that. phones you were saying are more dangerous than than mobile phones yes. i think in most cases because 
they have unlimited power and they're they're very high intensity. So and look, I don't know too many people that still have cordless phones at home because now the mobile phones yeah. are so convenient. Oh, many people do. They, yeah. Really, I, yeah. but the first thing I got rid of when I saw the instruments mm. and. Uh, what the measurements came through, I, I first thing I did was <laughs> throw away our, mm. our cordless phones. Or, or get a cheap corded phone. That, like if you want a phone connection, just put a cheap corded phone there. Yeah, like plug $50, it in. Dollars, plug it in. Um, yes. If you if you if you need get get an old fashioned lead and so you can sit in the lounge and be on on the corded phone you can spend hours and hours like in the olden days. But on the other one you're roasting your head more than with the mobile phone. <laughs> and and yes. it, it always concerns me. So there's that. And then on the other side he had the modem. Yes. This client I was talking about on the the, the modem, the Wi Fi modem for the house. And this is where he spent his days. And then he, when he went to bed he had another cordless phone network center on his bedside table with the mobile phone. Yes. And uh, well, when I visited the family, he was just in hospital being looked at for cancer. Really? So, mm. oh, that's unfortunate. Yep. It, it's, it's one of those things where people go, oh, it doesn't do me any harm until it does, and then it's too late. And, and, and uh, I think the government also, if you look at that, your friend who's got cancer, they say, well, you can't prove that it was the no. electromagnetic pollution because... There is a myriad of things bombarding our yeah. bodies now. There's, yeah. uh, uh, you know, the stuff that they spray our food, and uh, the, you know, the <laughs> there's pollution everywhere, right? Yeah. It genetics, can be everything genetics, plays emotional, into it. Emotional, yeah. Uh, yeah so that's how they hide. They hide behind the smoke screen, yeah. right? But uh, I think it's everyone's obligation to actually eliminate as much as possible these things that bombard us. Now, I want to continue this conversation, but I just want to. Uh, for people who are listening mm-hmm. at this stage, probably they might be at that point where they think, "Where, where can I uh, get a hold of Yoachim? Uh, uh, uh. I, w- I want to test these things." And when you mentioned earlier what's tangible, uh, you will remember that the only time that Amelia, my daughter, took notice of what you were saying because she happened to be in the room when you were picking up a very strong signal mm. and it ended up being a I, I won't mention the name of the brand but mm. a wireless speaker that was running on bluetooth that was even off yeah right so yeah. it was even off and it was still uh, searching for the network searching for the network which explains why a lot of their batteries you cannot use them for a month and their battery mm. dies is because they're still searching for even when it's off mm. Now I find that that's that's misleading and deceptive, mm. but that's another story. But it was when she saw that she has not used that speaker wow. again. Now we we went to the trouble of mm. wiring everything up in our home. She's got mm. speakers in the, you know, that she can uh, mm. play music that are in the ceilings. Well, at her desk, she can actually have an Ethernet cable to plug in, plug mm. into their laptops, but. The new laptops don't have anywhere for you to plug into, so you have to get these dongles. annoying, yeah, dongles. Yeah. And when I showed her the dongles, she said, "I'm not going to plug that ugly thing into my <laughs> laptop." And I said, "Well, do, do you want to bombard yourself with Wi-Fi, or you just want mm. uh, you know to be uh, to work and study in a clean environment?" So th- that's another arm wrestle we're having. But we're having. But before we get on to air quality, molds, which is a huge concern, yes, earth meridians, feng shui, and meditation. <laughs> where can people find you just on this stuff? Because it is very different to have to have you with your measuring instruments right there. Makes a huge difference. So if you have someone in your family that's cynical or skeptical, rather mm. then um, getting you in. A lot of people are probably thinking, like me, oh, I need to get Joachim into my home mm. to find out how we can clean up. 
uh, you know, this, clear the energy from the sleeping spaces. So where can they find you? What is your website? The, the, yeah, my website, buildingbiologyservices.com. Services. All one word, all lowercase, buildingbiologyservices.com. And on Facebook, um, uh, there, there's a Facebook page called Building Biology Australia. Okay. That, that's what, why I was confused. That so on my on my website there's an information section where you can read up about these things, yes. about most of them. Uh, there's like there's an article on sleep, for example, and how to have a healthy bedroom and uh, about magnetic and electric fields. You have an amazing. Uh, some are a bit older, but they're still relevant. Um, and then there's a services section and a product section where you can just you know have have a browse, look around, and. Uh, Send me an email if you've got any questions. It's what is your email address? Yeah. Uh, uh, info at buildingbiologyservices.com. Com. Okay, very very simple. Yeah. And I know you, you used to be a, a science teacher, uh, yes. and you you uh, gave that up a few years ago, and you're now doing this full time. And I know you're very generous with your time and talking to people. So if you just want to talk and interact with Joachim, by all means, send him an email at uh, info at buildingbiologyservices.com. Yeah. I, I, I love to help people in the homes. It's, it's always a revelation to, 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 well, it's an honor to be invited into people's homes because I appreciate people are making themselves vulnerable Yes, and and you know often clients are fearful that I tell them horrible things about the house and they have to move out that they have to overcome all these threshold before they call me. It's like you're feeling really sick and you think you've probably got cancer and then you go to the doctor. You're just waiting for the bad news. But I've only ever once said to someone and they were renting. I said yeah. it's the best option for you is to to get out of here. Um, Otherwise, there are always ways to deal with it. It, it. As we talk, it might sound like depressing and horrible at times um, and overwhelming, but, but I, I sort this out. I, I write a report, and in the report, I, there's what I find and what the recommendations are to, to remedy the situation yes. and, and to improve your life. And when we talk about cancer and all the horrible things, often it's just increased tiredness or, or fatigue or you know being tense and... A good home is like a quality of life thing. It's just like you have a car serviced, but not your home. Yes. I always go, why people don't, don't you look at your home as well? Yes. <laughs> or, or you go to the dentist. We, we just do all these things, and that's what, what we have to do. So I would love people to have their home checked as much as they go to the dentist. Maybe half as much <laughs> would be good. You know what? I, I think better uh, life. we've run out of time today, but I... Uh, would you come back and uh, talk about some of those other things like air quality, molds? Oh, yeah. I know you've consulted even uh, uh, people in office buildings yeah. uh, because that where you spend so much time. I want to also, if you could come back and we could talk about the Earth's meridians and how the placement of your furniture, mm. uh, where your bedhead faces even, mm. and there's some alliance, there's some synergy between your f research and Mark Bunn's research uh, on this uh, and mm. Feng Shui and I yes. know, I know. Uh, although you're very humble and don't call yourself an expert in meditation, but you are also uh, very knowledgeable in that space. So, uh, would you come back again? Uh, I'd love to. Excellent. It's just amazing how much there's to talk about. There, <laughs> there is, and it's that's why it's so important. I think uh, you know people have a very short um, 
yeah, they're very short on time and uh, for us to do it justice, I don't want to rush it and our time is um, coming up. And I think we finished on a, a, a really great note there because I want people to get the essence of why you do this and that you genuinely care. And I've witnessed your caring mm. firsthand because you – you're meticulous in the way you measure things when you go through the home and uh, your recommendations are spot on, but they're also practical. Yeah, and I, I work with the client. I, I'm not dogmatic about anything. I'm just trying to raise people's awareness to, to improve their quality of life. Oh, that's that's mm. wonderful. And uh, thank you very much. I know you're really busy these days and uh, really, Thanks for really having appreciate me, it. Really appreciate you coming in. Well, you're... You were so, um, uh, when we sent surveys out after Upgrade Your Life 2019, uh, a lot of people wanted to know more information. Mm. And I don't think you had enough time to get a lot of this out. So a lot of people are really looking forward to this podcast. Oh, great. <laughs> Hello, <Yeah>. people. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, because it is an area uh, that uh, people just don't think of and neglect. You know, we also focused. Whenever we experience dysfunction or pain in our life, we rush towards, you know, diet and exercise, diet and exercise. It seems to be the panacea for all our ills, but uh, it can be um, disheartening when you do go on an amazing diet and you're exercising and you're doing everything right, but you're still, your energy is still not right and you're tense and you're wondering why. Well, this could yeah. be the reason. Yeah, it's we, we tend to look for solutions outside, you know, This is part of the inside solutions. It, it, it's kind of in the middle because it's our home and our, yes. our living space, but we overlook our, our own sometimes. Yes. Yeah? We look at advice outside and what's right and what's wrong. We always look too far. Yes. Looking, bringing, bring it closer. Yes. And, and you look at your home and appreciate it more, and your home will be a healing space. You don't have to go anywhere else. If, if, If you if you get this right, then then you know your home is a living, interactive part of you, and 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 gives you so much back, like you see in your home now. It's a giving home. Yes, it doesn't take from you or or distract you. Or it's it's part of you, and and that's what I'm I'm trying to achieve. That, that people see the healing potential in their home. Yes, when, they, when it's right, and, and what it's an you interactive said, relationship. What you said is exactly what we're going to talk about next time because there's more to it than just uh, uh, electric uh, magnetic pollution. Mm. There's uh, there's a lot of things that you've advised me on that has completely transformed the energy in certain parts of the home, uh, dark spots where we've put uh, skylights and uh, walls that we've removed. And uh, uh, there's a lot of things that you, you do. You're not just a science-based approach. Uh, yes. uh, you also look into your um, uh, Eastern philosophies and the energy transfer. And I, and I really love that. And I think people, you know, once upon a time saw that as, you know, airy-fairy nonsense. I was one of them. But now I'm absolutely, mm. you know... Uh, um, you know, a devout supporter of, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, of this area because we cannot dismiss the, um, the invisible. And now science is telling us it's amazing. You know, research after research after research yeah. will just confirm what these, especially, you know, Eastern philosophies, what these ancient Indian yeah. gurus have been telling us for hundreds That's of right. years. They just had different words for it. That's right. But we are rediscovering <laughs> that they have been right all along. Like my mother says, my mother was right all along. <laughs> <laughs>
On that note, uh, thank you again, Joachim. <laughs> and uh, until next time, it's bye for now. Thank you. Thanks, then. Bye.